You're listening to the Body You Crave podcast, the one where we talk about fourth quarter comebacks. I'm master at life and weight loss coach Jillian Lama, and you're listening to the Body You Crave podcast, where you'll learn how to end emotional eating, lose excess weight, and feel amazing in your body. No cheating required. Keep listening, and I'll show you how. Hey, hey, welcome back. All right. Fall is here and the last quarter of the year is coming. And for a lot of people, this can be the time when things slow down. They slow down on healthy habits. They let stress and life and busyness take over. They aren't as mindful with food and they can hold themselves back this last quarter of the year. And I know it's easy to do and you've got plenty of really good excuses as to why the last quarter might feel harder, why it's not the right time of the year to lose weight or work on your emotional eating or your drinking or improving your body image. We've got all kinds of holidays, especially food holidays. So things like Halloween, when we're inundated for at least an entire month with candy, (laughs) Thanksgiving, which is all about typically eating as much food as you possibly can in one sitting. Christmas, Hanukkah, we've got holiday parties, cookies, wine, champagne, all these things on top of additional things like birthdays or anniversaries, moving, changing jobs, losing loved ones, all of the stressors of life that can make things harder, that can create more challenges or just more obstacles that we face just in terms of the circumstances. And it's easy to put your goals off or to put them to the side or to put them down when it doesn't seem like you're going to hit your goal or you feel behind. It'll be easier just to start over in the new year. Or you might think, I don't want to give up all my favorite holiday foods or my favorite traditions, so I'm just not going to do any of that. Like, why bother? It's not going to work. You might also have a lot of thoughts of, screw it, I've already blown it this year. I've already derailed. Like, I've already stopped my diet or I've already gained some weight back. It's fine. I'll start over in January. And we have that screw it approach. Or this idea of, I just want to relax and enjoy this time. So these are all very normal. It's very normal to have these thoughts, to have these excuses and justifications. But I want to challenge you because those thoughts are typically not going to create the results that you really want. They're going to feel very true, very motivating. And you might even look at these and be like, yes, I do want to relax and slow down. I don't want to be worried about what I can and can't eat. I do like my reasons for stopping my diet. But the real question is, why can't you do both at the same time? Right. And that's what this is all about is how do you live the life and create the body that you truly want? How can you create and implement these habits and still enjoy your life? I've been reading a book called The Gap and the Gain by Dan Sullivan. And this is a fabulous book. If you haven't read it yet, I highly suggest it. It's a quick read or a quick listen, whichever way you prefer to go. But he talks about how we have different expectations of where we think we're going to go. And so we often have a starting point. And so typically we're pretty aware and honest with ourselves of, okay, this is where I'm starting. And then we have this goal or this idealized vision of where we think we're going to be in a certain amount of time. And then what happens is often we don't hit the ideal. We actually have a different marker that's between the start and the ideal, and that's the achieved. So this is the point where I've started over here on the left, I move to the right and I move towards the ideal but I don't actually hit it. I don't hit that goal. But this is what I have achieved. 
And so often, rather than measuring how far we've come and the progress that we've made, we measure between where we're at, the new achieved, and the goal. And we look at the gap of where we should be, the gap of how we've fallen behind, the gap of how we should be further along by now, the gap of how this is taking too long. And that's what we focus on. And when we're focused on this gap, that's when all of these negative thoughts start to come in that will derail our motivation and our progress. So that's when we get caught up thinking things like, I haven't hit my goal yet, or I'm probably not going to hit my goal, or I'm already behind. Why bother? I'm not going to be able to catch up. I'm not going to be able to hit this first goal. So it's probably just not going to happen. Of course, we're going to feel discouraged. Of course, we're not going to want to continue going. Of course, we're just going to think, screw it. I'll start over in January. This is normal. This is just how it works. But as of October 1, we have 13 weeks left in the year. 13. That's it. I mean, on one hand, I'm like, oh, my gosh, how has this year gone by so fast? But we have a big chunk of time left of the year. This is not the time to be pulling back. This is not the time to let off the gas. 13 weeks, you can easily lose 10 to 15 pounds just in the rest of this year. You might even be able to lose more, but on a very conservative level, 10 to 15 pounds. Okay, that's fabulous. And now you're going into the new year, 10 to 15 pounds lighter. That's 10 to 15 pounds less that you have to worry about next year to lose if you want to lose more than that, right? And it's even with all the holidays, even with all the foods, all the drinks, all the cookies, all the travel, all the traditions, even with all of that, very conservatively, 10 to 15 pounds. That's amazing. But you're not going to lose anything if you don't focus on what you can control, if you don't keep your head in the game, if you don't focus on the progress that you're making and where you're going and how this is turning into a lifelong commitment and these are becoming long-term habits. And it doesn't mean that every new habit you try, you have to do for the rest of your life. There is permission to try new things, to not like them, to decide to do something different, 100%. But let's also be mindful and intentional around What can I do long-term? What feels good and what feels sustainable? But don't back down. I've had clients where they have maintained for the first three weeks of the month, and then in the last week, four pounds down, five pounds down. This is a consistent pattern. Sometimes our bodies are going to be consistently losing weight week after week. Sometimes we might maintain a little bit more and we're playing with the same pound for several weeks, but if we stick with our habits and we stay focused and we keep our mindset right, The weight will come off. Time and time again, my clients just keep proving this over and over again. Maintaining for a few weeks, and now all of a sudden, I'm down five pounds. And it feels all of a sudden, even though your body was still working behind the scenes, even though the scale wasn't changing. So it feels like it's all of a sudden. I just want to clarify. But even thinking about it from that perspective of don't throw away the last quarter of the month just because you think you're not going to hit your goal. Most of them who had a four or five pound goal for the month, by week three, when they hadn't lost anything, we're probably thinking, this ain't going to happen. That is a very normal thought to think, oh, you know what? My past evidence these past couple of weeks, probably not going to happen. And then it does. Or then they lose three pounds one week and then two pounds the next week. And now it might have taken them an extra week to lose the five pounds, but they still lost it. And at the end of the day, in a year, in five years, in 10 years, it's not going to matter if it took you an extra week to lose those two. You're not going to care. You're hardly going to remember. Throwing away the last quarter of the year, this is like running a one-mile race 
and then deciding that the last lap around the track, you're like, nope, I'm done. And you just walk off. And it's like, wait, where are you going? What's happening? You're so close. We're almost there. I ran the Monterey Bay Half Marathon um, when I was a senior in college. And I was doing the math and I was like, oh my goodness, that was 15 years ago. My math might be a little off, but I'm pretty sure it was right around 15 years ago. So I was running this half marathon and the last couple miles of the race, I had to slow way down. I think my shoelaces were tied a little too tight on one foot and it was fine for the first 10, maybe 11 miles. But those last two to three miles, I was just in pain. And so I loosened them up, but I still felt like I had strained a muscle on the top of my foot. So I had to slow way down. Now, this didn't keep me from finishing the race. I still kept running. There may have been little points where I had to stop and walk. I had to stop and adjust my shoes and my shoelaces, but I still finished. Now, I was disappointed because I was on track to do like a 7.30 or a 7.40 minute pace for a half marathon, which would have been the fastest. I think I would have completed a half, which would have been like amazing. I was training for it. I spent months training. I felt really good about it, so I was really disappointed that I didn't hit that number. However, I still finished around an eight-minute mile pace, way faster than a lot of other people. I did really well, and I still finished, even with having to slow down at the end for a couple miles. I don't remember now if it was two or three, but it was somewhere in that range. Don't give up. We keep going, even if it takes us a little bit longer to get there. I enjoy watching the hockey playoffs and the Stanley Cup playoffs. And so I was started watching that in June. And I was watching the St. Louis Blues. And I think this might have been game five of the season. And the Blues were down zero to three after the first period. Okay, so they're down by three goals. There's only three periods. So then they scored a goal in the second period. So then it's three to one. And I'm pretty sure this is where I went to bed because they had already lost. I think they had won one. They had lost three. And now we're in game five. And so I'm thinking like, yeah, they're probably not going to win it. So I go to bed. Now, granted, they were also starting at eight or nine o'clock at night when I'm usually winding down and heading to bed at nine or 9.30. So I'm tired. I don't have that much vested in these games. I just think they're pretty fun. Anyways, I'm pretty sure I went to bed there. And then period three, they tie it up. They score two goals. So it's tied now three to three. And they go on into overtime. And they win it. And I'm not even joking. I wake up in the morning and I'm like, no way. Like, they did not just do that. And we have hundreds of games, hundreds of sports and events and things each year where we learn this same lesson over and over again. That it's not over until it's over. I remember I had a friend and she was telling me about this same exact conversation she was having with her son when they were watching March Madness and they were watching Duke play in the game. And her son was getting really discouraged about how they were really far behind and there's no way that they could pull it off. And her husband was like coaching their son in this moment of, no, we still believe there's still time. It's not over until that buzzer hits zero. We still play all the way to the end. And sure enough, Duke came back and they won the game, right? Like we have so many examples of teams in the fourth quarter who win it, who come back from being behind, and they win the game. We also have plenty of examples of sports teams that are doing pretty good, and they completely blow it in the fourth quarter. And it's, what are you doing? Did you forget how to play football? What is happening here? We have examples of both, where you can see teams that rally and that play to the very end, and they give it their all, and they leave nothing behind. We have many examples of that, 
But we also have examples of teams where they're kind of like, meh, screw it. Why bother? We're already behind. So I grew up a Raider fan, thanks to my dad. (laughs) And so, and they have had more losing and challenging seasons than they have had winning. And occasionally they'll have a good season, but they seem to be very few and far between. But I remember there was one season where it seemed like consistently they would come out of the gate and they would look pretty good the first two quarters. And then it was like after halftime, it was like they completely fell apart. And you're sitting there going, what the heck? Or like, what are we even doing? As we move into this last quarter of the year, I know things are going to get busy. I know work is going to get busy. Things are going to pick up. Your kids are going to have events and concerts and sports and all kinds of things. Like, I get that this is going to be a busy and sometimes stressful and sometimes a very emotional time. And sometimes there can be really fun, positive, excited emotions that keep us emotionally eating. And sometimes it's things like grief and loss and sadness and anger and bitterness. And I just want to encourage you, though, that now is not the time to let off the gas. This is not the time to ease up. This is a time to commit and go all in on you. Not just on creating this body, not just on losing the weight, but going all in on you and your dreams and your goals and becoming the best version of you, constantly getting better and better. Not that you're not good enough right now because you are, but just really looking at how do you like who you are more and more every single day. All in doesn't mean that you're restricting your favorite foods or you're spending hours in the gym every day or you're trying to chug a gallon of water every day because you think that's what you've got to do. It starts with the, the commitment to not give up. It starts by saying, okay, I'm in this for the long haul. I am looking at what I can do for the rest of my life without hating my life. That means I create a very simple baseline. I create that minimum baseline that I know that I can hit that feels really good and really easy. And now you make 1% level ups. What does 1% better look like today? What does 1% better look like for you this week? Right? So you can have monthly level ups, you can have weekly level ups, you can have daily ones. But we always want to be looking at, okay, what can I do that's just a little bit better today than yesterday? I'll give you a great example. Yesterday, I was extra hungry. I didn't sleep very well. I had been up since 3.30 in the morning. It's now two o'clock, or it may have even been like three. I had lunch. I had a little snack with my coffee. And I don't know if that just spiked my hunger, (laughs) but I was hungry. And I knew that I had plenty of food. It wasn't that my body truly needed food. And so I grabbed a couple crackers and I made some tea. And that was my level up. And I was like, look, Jillian, you can eat when you get done with this tea. There's nothing wrong with that. But we are going to drink some tea and we are going to sit here. (laughs) We're going to do some work. And you can eat when you get done with this. But right now, your body has had enough food. It truly does not need more food right now. You are okay. You can drink this tea. That's what 1% better look like for me. What does 1% better look like for you? Does it look like drinking an extra glass of water today? Does it look like going for a 10 or 15 minute walk outside? Does it look like going to bed 30 minutes early? Maybe it looks like taking a break and actually giving yourself some time to rest and relax throughout the day so that you're not looking for your me time with a box of Oreos at the end of the night. You get to decide what does that look like. But this is your time. You can lose the weight and still enjoy all of your favorite traditions and holidays and food and drinks. You don't have to restrict or deprive yourself of any of that. And 
you can still lose the weight. You can still end your emotional eating. You can still stop your binging. That is all possible. It starts right now as you're thinking about the end of the year. Are you letting up or are you going all in? This is the time. If you are ready to go all in and you are ready to lose the weight and keep it off for life, if you're ready to stop emotionally eating, to break self-sabotage, and to really give yourself and your body what you truly need, then I would love to help. You can schedule your free consultation at www.bodyyoucrave.com forward slash schedule. And we'll spend some time really talking about where are you right now? What's going on in your life? Where do you want to be in six months? Where do you want to be in March, April, May of next year? And then I'll help you see the real obstacles and how to overcome them. And I'll show you how to do all of that while still enjoying your favorite foods, while still enjoying time with family and friends, while still being able to travel and to enjoy these holiday traditions. The year is not over yet. Don't give up on your goals. You have come too far. You owe it to yourself to keep going and to do it in a way where it feels fun and easy and doable. You can do this. All right, that wraps us up for this week, this month, this quarter. (laughs) We are heading into some all new stuff starting next week, and I'm so excited. We have Savor the Holidays coming up at the end of October again. More details will be coming out on that very soon. And I've also got a special workshop planned for us in early December. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait. Okay. Have a great week, y'all. Here's to creating the life and body you crave. If you like this episode, then you'll love my free virtual workshop, Five Keys to End Emotional Eating and Lose Excess Weight for Life. You'll learn the counterintuitive reason why all your attempts to restrict food over the years has actually led to weight gain and the mental switch you need to flick that'll have you dropping pounds without sacrificing wine, carbs, or the food you love. Get all the details at bodyyoucrave.com.